Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how's it going? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your bartender, mixologist, and hopefully information for the hour. We'll see how it goes. And of course, yes, we are back, but we are still via internet. Uh, we'll probably be doing our next show, hopefully, cross fingers, with all the vaccinations and stuff, actually in the studio with you guys. Oh, but that would right be now, so nice, because I so miss nice. Norma. What else do we, we built this amazing studio. We've used it once. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, we got all this new gear in here, new microphones, new mixers and everything. And it's just been sitting here for, I think, like, what, six months now since we've used it? Something Who like that. Who cares about the studio, Craig? I miss Norma. I love it. <laughs> I, oh, she's your girl. She's your BFF. I, I get it. I get it. By the way, the voice that you do here, if you've never been on the show or listened to the show before, that is Paula, our co-host. How are we doing, Paula? Hello. She's my girlfriend's BFF for sure. You guys are so alike. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of scary. I have yep. to say. Yep. She, she's my better version. You guys, uh, at one point, we even talked about this. You guys potentially doing a podcast show. Yes. Uh, what was it about? Um, rants. Rants about. Or observations or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> I don't think that would be politically correct, though. <laughs> No, that show would probably have a rating R or something or some sort of warning or something, whatever, because R, yeah, exactly. R, yeah, for R. sure. <laughs> exactly, yes. And of course, who's kind of calm, calm and collective and not so ranting is our tea expert, uh, Mark, over on my right side of the screen. How are we doing, Mark, in the Batcave? Uh, we're doing okay. We're down here, uh, yes, among the bat memorabilia. So, Mark. Mark, do you think that you're more calm and collected than me because you drink and I don't? <laughs> right at the bat, we're going right to it. Here we go. Okay, I think I'm more calm and collected because I'm not from Brazil. Ah, uh, I don't know. Ouch. You just you just seem like you're a much more peaceful person than I am. <laughs> it's true. Doesn't it? Don't you have it, that impression I, that he just like yep. you know flies Loses soars oasis. through my? Well, I think it's a it's a Nordic thing. Uh. It's like as soon as it starts to <laughs> snow, right? I'm not getting out of here for six months. Right, so I be- I may as well chill. <laughs> so I, See, I, I, okay, I'm saying I gotta throw something in here. So could you imagine Mark being mad, no. like having a fit? No, <laughs> I get mad at myself if I drop something or do something. I get mad at myself. My Let mom's me- the same way, and she's she has she, you share a birthday with her, right? My yeah. mom screams at herself like she gets so mad. She's like, idiot. Something falls from her head or she bumps into something. She's like, you idiot. It yeah. almost sounds like she's fighting with someone. And I'm like, who are you fighting with? She's like, myself. Yeah, Linda thinks I'm angry at something. I'm angry at myself. You know, how can I do that? I'm so stupid. Yeah. That, oh, my God. That's so my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. No, so too, but like Linda is just as laid back as you are. No, 
She's more. We're on the okay, podcast. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, she's very, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll okay, go with okay, that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> red hair. Yeah, yeah, she's really calm. Oh, she's a firecracker <laughs> is what you're trying to say. Okay. She's Merida. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Linda's also my fave. I love Linda. She's awesome. I know it's pretty cool when all three of you are together because it's just like Chatty Cathy's and everything yes. goes on. And chatty me and Marcus sitting Cathy. over the corner drinking. <laughs> Get Chatty Cathy. I never heard that one. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a term, right, Mark? Chatty Cathy. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a doll from the sixties or the seventies. He used to pull the strain and go, I love you. It was called Chatty Cathy. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I'm not from the time of Chatty Catty, Kathy, or whoever. I'm I'm a Barbie doll girl. And I could only go. wish my Barbies talked, but there was one that talked. There was a Barbie that talked, I remember. It was a little controversial because one of the terms was math is hard. <gasps> oh yeah, ooh. Um. That Barbie did not arrive in my country. It probably didn't go anywhere after that. <laughs> Jeez. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> why? Math is hard. No, I just, I know, but what he's saying is that it kind of makes it sound like, no, women are stupid. That's what it's, it's, it would impersonate. Oh, the blonde, the stupid blonde type thing. Okay, I got it. Oh, well. Anyways, on that note, we're hoping, obviously, everyone's staying safe just like we are. Everyone's getting vaccinated. Uh, I've got my vaccination shot. I'm hoping for number two very soon. It's going to be in August. I think it is for mine. Uh, I get number two in two days. Ooh. Ooh, there we go. And Paula, I think have you gotten your first one yet or no? Yeah, I did. I got my first one um, June fourteenth, and um, hopefully, I'm getting my second one before September. So, Craig, what are we talking about today? She's so chipper. So, Craig, <laughs> I hear myself sometimes, and I'm like, oh, why are she? Why is she so serious? It's like, oh, so Craig, what are we yeah, talking about today? I sound really serious sometimes, so I'm starting. I'm trying to smile more you know so that i my voice sounds smiley all right so today we're going to talk about something we've talked about in the past but we're going to get a little more depth we're going to be talking about building and decorating a tiki bar because so many people especially around this time now because they're at home now and they're stuck at their houses working from home they want some sort of oasis in their backyard or their garage or the basement and they're saying craig what do i need to do to build a tiki bar like what do i have to have or what are some suggestions and so we've done this before in the past but i think me and mark are get a little more in depth we're gonna give you guys some links and we're gonna go through all that so yes so we're not having any drinks today that makes me sad yeah so of course yes we're tiki central we're gonna have some drinks of course in the show i mean what a show would be without drinks right it would be the the, the music show that's the only one we do. The jukebox doesn't have drinks. That's true. This is true. Yes. <laughs> so basically the drinks we're going to do today is the mocktails. So you're like, well, what exactly is a mocktail, Craig? A mocktail is a cocktail without alcohol. Now, I'm sure Mark can concur. There's tons of tiki bars, even just bars themselves, that always have a mocktail menu. Okay. So so it's a show for me, basically. That's right. Yeah, here we go. Woo! Works for you, finally. It's a, it's in your favor for once. So you don't have to worry about, oh my God, that alcohol came right out of that and I can't drink that. <laughs> or or here's here's a thought, right? Like mm-hmm. Canada Day, summer is right around the corner. Yep. Uh, Independence Day, festivities. And maybe this is something that you can do for the whole family, including your kids. Yes, include your kids into that oasis, into that party. Or, or the other flip of the coin, designated drivers, right? Yes, me. 
Yes, but by option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin gets a few drinks and then it's it. He's got, oh, you're driving now. Well, when we dine out, usually he says, are you willing to come home driving? I said, yes, let's take my car then. Because then he can have his drinks when we, we go out, right? We're on a date. Exactly. Mark, what are you yeah. going to say there? You're going to throw yeah, something in for, there? For festivities, it's uh, it's really good for the kids. I'd, we had a Canada Day street party a number of years ago now. I can't remember when we went and left the house. I can't remember now. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, so 18 long. months. Yeah. And so I did a bunch of hollowed out drinks for, uh, for the kids and put umbrellas and stuff on it. And uh, so, yeah, so absolutely uh, mocktails for the kids. Anyway, so yeah, some of these drinks we're going to be doing the mocktails. Uh, some of them are fruity and some are spicy. So we're going to give you guys a good little mix of what you want for your cocktail menu. Cool. All right. So- Tell us, what's in the first mocktail? Okay, so the first drink we're going to do is called the BB, sorry, the BCC. I always made it wrong. The BCC, which is banana, banana, dun dun, uh, coconut and cream. And there goes Paula's face, like, oh, God, oh, the banana. Come on. Why? Why the Why? banana? Can't, there's so many freaking fruits in the universe. Why do you keep <laughs> using this damn thing? Uh, well, first of all, it actually was generated basically back in the Caribbean uh, on one of our trips. And uh, we'll get more in depth on that after we've kind of shared the recipe to you guys. But uh, yeah, bananas are tropical. So therefore, that's where it came from. Listen, yes. I'm, I'm going to challenge you to do a show where no you banana. do not use the word banana once. <laughs> or orange liqueur, like carousel or no, no, or- no, like z- the word banana cannot be mentioned. So that means... There's no banana in any drinks, and I still want to like it. Okay, done. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted. There okay. we go. All right, so let's go through the recipe for you guys. So it's going to be one whole, uh, some sort of yellow fruit that uh, you peel, and <laughs> <laughs> monkeys eat it. Uh, <laughs> uh, two ounces of uh, half and half cream. One and a half ounces of coconut juice. Now, that could be coconut water with chunks of coconut in it or coconut juice, not coconut milk. There is different variations of coconut, things like that. Uh, go down your international uh, aisle of your grocery store. You'll find these things. And then one ounce of cinnamon syrup. So basically, that's like simple syrup with uh, cinnamon infusion in there. We will give you the guys a recipe for that. It's a good a bit of a kick, which is kind of cool. Okay. So we've determined that you have to peel it. Okay, yes. Do you, do you, do you. <laughs> I hope. Uh, okay. he, he has a, a, a funny vein today, doesn't he? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love okay. It. So are you going to shake this thing? I mean, it's got a lot of stuff in there. Are you going to stir it? Are you going to stir a whole banana? Yeah. It's, what it's, are you doing here? He must blend it. He, he's going to blend it. Can we stir it with the banana? <laughs> yeah. There okay. we go. Yeah, yeah. No, so what you can do is you can actually get a blend this. So yes, you get a blend this with some crushed ice and blend it for about 10 to 15 seconds in your blender. So you get a kind of like that milky shake kind of texture. Uh, and then pour this into a hurricane glass, some whipped cream, ooh, ooh. and an orange. There orange? You go. Why the orange. hell would you put the orange there? It's going to be tropical. You can put a cherry if you want on top, whatever. It is. It's like a milkshake, basically, in some ways. So the reason I is kind of almost messed up on the terminology called a BBC is because the original cocktail that we found down in the Caribbeans, and I modified as well, it's actually called the BBC, which is banana, Baileys, and coconut. And so to take this recipe and add alcohol to it, all you have to do is add some Baileys to it, some a little bit of amaretto to it, and there, bang, bang, you've got yourself a BBC instead of a BCC, and that's a really good cocktail as well. Okay, good. Mm. 
Do we have a second mm. one or that's it? Or it's just oh, the banana? We've, we've got a second one for you. So the okay. next one is the Nihito. Nohito. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's I'm guessing it's not a mojito. It is is it like a mojito? But it's not a mojito. So it's no hito. <laughs> no hito. So it's basically a mojito without the alcohol in it. Yes, exactly. I'm trying to see the point of making a non-alcoholic cocktail. Oh, come on. <laughs> Come on, Mark. I I know, I, I, I know, I know. I know. For, for one, all throughout pregnancy, I was drinking mocktails of the Blue Hawaiian. Yeah, the version Blue Hawaiian, which, yeah. was, which wasn't actually blue, but okay, we'll call it that anyway. Yes. It wasn't blue because I was pouring orange juice instead yeah. of yeah. of the blue... Carousel. Carousel, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you piqued my curiosity. What is in the Nohito? Yes, with a bit of some specifications to it, so let's go through the recipe of that. Okay, so that was going to be 10 mint leaves. Um, and that number is basically on variance of the size of your mint leaves. So in other words, use the same amount of mint leaves you would for a regular mojito or any kind of mint drink that you want. Obviously, if you want a lot of more mint, you can put more mint in there. If you want a little less mint, just a hint of mint, you know, calibrate your mint, other words from that. Uh, you can do one ounce of lime juice. And here's the, here's the twist, is the two tablespoons of brown sugar. Because, and Mark, I'm sure can concur on this, brown sugar is basically kind of gives, it's like an unrefined sugar, molasses-like, some mm. caramelization in there. Is there any other terminology we can use, Mark, to kind of no, so explain it's it? Just more, it's just more flavorful. The uh, the molasses comes out and uh, as opposed to sugar, which is just sweet. Right? Exactly. And so the other ingredient you can use on this is club soda or 7-Up, depending on if you want it to be sweet or not sweet. Cool. Now, there's a lot of leaves in here, so do you just shake it or just stir it? Yeah, so what you're going to do is in a college glass, you're going to take your mint leaves, put them in there. You're going to take your lime juice and you two tablespoons of brown sugar in there, and you're going to muddle the mint leaves like we talked about before. You're going to press and turn when you come to muddling. So muddle your mint leaves, then add your ice, and then you're going to do is you're going to top it off with either club soda or 7-Up, depending if you want it to be not so sweet or so to be sweet. And uh, it's very refreshing because the mint, obviously, is just like a mojito. The brown sugar is going to give you a bit of character and some robust to it and uh, like a, the molasses caramelization taste to it. And then the 7-Up and the soda is going to lighten it up so it's not too heavy and it's, it's good on a hot day. Is the mojito also made with brown sugar? No. So mojitos usually are made with white sugar. That's another thing you can do too is when you're making mojitos is use some brown sugar instead of white sugar. And it does actually does add a little bit of characteristics to it and gives it a bit of a, a better flavor profile. Is what I like to call it. Mojito is made with tequila. Uh, no rum, rum, oh. rum, and rum. Cuban rum, and of course, what is the best Cuban rum we have, Mark? Well, we have Havana Club here, but yes, there's other Cuban rums around out there that you can use. Wow, I'm so stupid. I didn't even see that one coming. I was like, oh, what is the the best Cuban rum? <laughs> I'm here waiting, like, <laughs> and then he says the most obvious thing possible. That yeah. I was like, the Havana Club Three is perfect for a mojito. Now, the only thing I would suggest about a mojito, having made one or two, uh, if you <laughs> just if one you, or two, just one or two uh, thousand, if, if you muddle too much, you break up the leaves way too much, and it ends up you like you looks like you had a spinach sandwich with all the bits of leaves that are floating around in there, mm-hmm. just strain it into another glass with more ice. So yeah. So that's the only thing I would suggest. That's the only thing. No, very good comment. That's awesome. That's amazing. So uh, the reason why I actually, these actually are Craig's creations, by the way. Um, oh, Didn't throw nice. that in there from before. Yes. Nice. 
So the story behind this was that uh, this is like probably a good 10 years ago. I worked for Brook Street uh, Hotel, which is a very ritzy hotel down near Paula's house in Canada. And they have a jazz lounge uh, there. And Mark, have you been there? You, I think you mentioned before. Yeah, I have a good jazz story from the Brook Street. The uh, we, we went there to see a specific band that was touring. They were from like um, one was from Mar- one member from Paris, another member from New York, and they get together and tour. And they were playing there. It was the only stop, and uh, they were playing pretty cool stuff. And uh, there was a group of people all got together and sat down in the lower section there. Mm-hmm. And one of them came over and asked them to keep the music down because they were talking. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So ooh. the guy went, Oh, okay. We'd like to start our next song. It's called We're Playing Too Fucking Loud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, yeah, I was like the junior bartender. And then uh, about two weeks in, uh, one of my papas and my boss said, that, Oh, well, we're doing this charity for Matt, which is Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And they wanted mocktails because obviously they didn't want cocktails because it'd be kind of contradicting in term. Um, and then it came to me and I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm like the junior bartender in this location. Why are you coming to me? He's like, because I watched the other bartenders, they make drinks, you create drinks. And so, uh, I came up with 10 mocktails for them, which went on to the charity. It did very well. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to probably do is add more of these mocktails onto the Craig's creation page for this episode. And that way you can go through them and if something you like, then there you go. Nice. Cool. So, obviously, we talked about at the beginning of the show. Well, we're not just talking about drinks on the show. We're actually going to talk also about building a tiki bar. So, that's why you're doing mocktails. Because people can't be using a saw while they're building something and drinking, right? That could be dangerous. Power tools. Yeah, exactly. Even worse. (laughs) Power tools and mojitos. Not a good combination. Not a good combination at all. (laughs) But with a mojito, there you go. That's right. You can do all the building you want, then you're good to go. Oh, yeah. So, yes, obviously, we've uh, talked about this before for, I think, about uh, two seasons ago about building a tiki bar. Uh, but we were getting a little more in depth on this. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because, obviously, like I said, a lot of people are now at home more often. They're using their backyards for their oasis and they kind of need an oasis, right? They got the kids at home doing online schools. They got their own Zoom meetings they're doing all day long, and they need a place to kind of just go away and escape from everything. And that's what Tiki is all about. So I've had many people ask me, like, exactly, how do I start or how do I build or decorate a Tiki bar? And that's exactly what we're going to go through. Now, we actually just recently went through, obviously, the jukebox. So if you didn't listen to that episode, go back. There is actually two different seasons of jukebox there and tons of music there for you guys. So we can go through that. But also, too, we're going to talk about some of the tools and the mugs and some of the artifacts and supplies and where to get these things. And then also themes about uh, Tiki Bar. Now, question I'm going to ask Mark right off the bat is, uh, so he has a Tiki Bar, which is actually, if you look on Mark's page, you can see it. And I have my Tiki Bar. I think it's also on his page. What is missing from your Tiki Bar that you really want to add to your Tiki Bar, Mark? Well, we were looking at, uh, I'll give a link to a place we saw down in California and they have this really nice Polynesian mask that we're leaving a space for so we can eventually get it, but we're just waiting to uh, be able to get it shipped down to the States. We want to be able to go down and get a um, place where we can get an American post office box and have it shipped there. It'll save hundreds of dollars in shipping Uh, that. And I'd like to get some more of mid-century carvings Mm -hmm. just to kind of throw in there, but we're kind of full there now. So, we're getting, we have stuff up on the wall and uh, we're good. To, we just put it up this week and uh, we're good to go. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, for me, the one thing that I've always wanted, and uh, it's on my list, it's somewhere down the line, is one of those blowfishes that has the light inside. And you just hang it somewhere in your bar. Yeah. So I just think it'd be really cool. Unfortunately, every time I see one online, it's either not available or it's like outrageously priced, like $300 or something. And I'm like, okay, that's like outside my range. Well, so, uh, well, I'll be giving you a link and uh, they have them. Oh, okay. There that's you where go. I got mine. The <laughs> only thing I can't figure out with these poor little puffer fish is how you clean them. Yeah. How do you it's dust just, it? Yeah. Ah, my, ow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes a good you- yeah, good deterrent for people breaking into your house, though. <laughs> no, let's do it. Like, if you try to use even a swift, it's like, ow, okay, it's caught. Oh, it's yeah. caught. Okay, yeah. oh, it's caught. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you don't clean it. Yeah, it just gets yeah. gets dusty. That's all you got to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or just shove it in water. But oh, the, oh no, no, yeah. it's a it's a light, right? It's, yeah, light. No, yeah, yeah, it's like a light. We put ours really high on the ceiling, so you can't see over the top of it. Good. So, so where the dust is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. So one place that Mark has actually done some research very recently actually is right beside his work where he works and here in Ottawa, and that is uh, Kitchenalia, right? Yeah, Kitchenalia is a, well, kitchen store. Uh, They were very small, located in Westboro here in Ottawa, and they moved over to a large location uh, just this week. So they just reopened. So they're low in stock for some things, but they are not low in stock on uh, bitters, uh, many of the syrups, uh, many of the mixers, the fever tree uh, for people that do gin and tonics and Moscow mules and dark and stormies. They have all that stuff. Uh, they have a wide selection of glassware. They will be getting our tiki mugs in and they will be getting a lot more syrups in because COVID. Yeah, supply chains are non existent for the past three months. And uh, yeah, so they have a very large section and uh, along with your. Um, your shakers, your your muddlers, all that kind of stuff, strainers. They have everything you need. I've been surprised over the past few years how much stuff they're getting in and checking it out just yesterday. Their bitter section now is just enormous. There's from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 a it's a good thing. Exactly. It's a steal another line. But also too, like uh if you're actually down at this location, you go over next door to Legend Records. That's where Mark works. Yep. Yes, I'm I'm plugging Legend Records. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yes, you could actually I think you said to me in a conversation you have an exotica section. Yeah, I've put together a little exotica section with uh and some lounge in there as well, just to uh if you wanted to complete your uh tiki bar slash lounge bar experience we have the music for you whether it's on cd or or vinyl if you want to we we also have a fine line of turntables if you wish to continue uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so if you want to planning on doing that's oh one of the other things i'm missing i want to get a real cheesy little uh turntable one of those uh travel ones mm-hmm. and so i get a lot of these uh records hawaiian records and stuff from thrift stores and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I don't care what happens to them really because they cost me less th- less than a buck. So I want to have a little turntable there so people can play some cheesy music of, coming from a cheesy speaker. That's Aww, the other. That, that's that'd be cool. Other, yeah. Uh, the other location I want to mention uh, that I've used here and there is Cocktail Emporium, which is out of Toronto. I think Mark, you mentioned they have two locations. They have in two Toronto. locations. One on Queen Street. There's also another bar type place right next door to it too that doesn't have as many supplies like physical supplies but it has more liquid supplies we'll go for whatever like food stuffs mm-hmm. and it's on the same street as uh quite a ways a little ways down from uh the shameful tiki oh there you go so there, there you go, go. And, the, and the other location is in the kensington market mm-hmm. which now is they are oh, go ahead 
I was going to say, uh, so now they actually, they do actually the same thing. They have all the syrups. They have some bitters on there. They have some tiki mugs. They have glassware, bar tools. Um, they are sometimes hard to get stuff shipped. They say at times it's three to five days. It's business days. I've seen it go up to three or four weeks because of COVID. But if you're in the Toronto area, you can pick it up online. Yes, uh, do some shopping through their website. We will put a link there for you guys as well. And uh, yeah, so uh, also too, Mark, I wanted to talk about was that... Um, You've also mentioned lots of times in the past about thrift stores and flea markets and even uh, garage sales. So maybe do you have some tips for our listeners out there to kind of find these hidden treasures that you've found in the past, like they're not going to cost you an arm and a leg? Yeah. Well, thrift store thing is getting harder and harder. The, uh, the tiki stuff is just being snapped up right away. So it's harder and harder to find actual mugs and things like that. So you're probably best off to go to one of these cocktail emporium or um kitchenalia to get some new mugs or mm-hmm. wherever you're going to get mugs from they're just getting harder to find but the other stuff you find uh if you go to flea markets you're going to find things like bamboo fencing you're going to find things like um yoga mats mm-hmm. we used yoga mats for a couple of things and you're going to find stuff like that at uh thrift stores Mm-hmm. And you're also going to find stuff like that at uh, dollar stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, estate sales, it's hit and miss. You're going to go and you're either going to find stuff. But even if you find something that's tropical looking, that's going to mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. you're going to get a good deal on it. So we've been getting a lot of stuff from there. And a lot of the um, estate sales now, they'll show you what they have before you get there. So you hopefully, hopefully uh, something there that you need. And, uh, but we've been doing a lot of, uh, flea markets. That's where I got, uh, ice crushers, right? Ice crushers. That's, uh, thrift stores is where I get uh, a lot of the glassware, uh, like hurricane glasses. They're like, they're, they can be expensive, but you can get hurricane glasses for a buck or two bucks each at a thrift store. The, um, flea markets is where we wrap our bar with, um, a bamboo, uh, curtain. Like, you know, it's supposed to go mm-hmm. that way, like supposed to hang down, but we turned it sideways. So it looks uh, more bamboo-y, if that's a word. Bamboo-y. Yeah. And then we got, uh, <laughs> we'll go, we'll talk about supplies in a few minutes here. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that's where I've been getting, I get a lot of stuff from. Plus uh, you went to, um, was it a thousand villages? No. Uh, what was the name of the? Uh, 613 Flea Market. Yeah. 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 yeah I mm-hmm. went there. I actually got a couple of things from them. There was some guy selling a bunch of tiki statues and uh, I got like, so I bought like three of them. So I got a deal on them. All that stuff is where you find it. Um, it's costs a lot to find this stuff online, like at department stores and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. try not to do it. And especially, you know, for our friends in the States, if you're in California and Florida, you can find this stuff real easy. Especially near a beach, right? Like you yeah. said. Yeah. Get nautical stuff. Nautical stuff works really well. Just throw it in anywhere, nets, buoys. I wouldn't so much put a lobster trap in there, but <laughs> but you never Lots know. Yeah, never know. Turn, turn upside down on the ceiling? Hey, why not? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, But you're just creating something that looks like an oasis. Now, Paula, I think you've, you've talked about before uh, that Justin potentially was thinking about building a tiki bar at the house. Yeah. And I think he mentioned briefly in the conversation I had with him, was like he wants to like make it Disney-fied or disney Right. Well, yeah, because Disney has a lot of tiki influences, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, especially with the enchanted tiki room, he he loves that stuff a lot. So, yeah, I think Mark also, right, Mark? Yeah, I think for a lot of people, Disney is the entry level drug for tiki. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens to Justin. So he definitely wants to have it Disneyfied, I guess. Yeah, because uh, we have uh, we actually just put up. Uh, 
some more. We have a number of pieces from the, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Very cool. So, Mark, you want to explain to people, because you've been there, uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room, what exactly, what's the experience like when you're in that room? Like, what what do you, do you see? Because I know it's a show, right? The whole thing's a yeah, musical it's, show. It's a show. Originally, it had been planned, apparently, as a dinner theater in Disneyland. Believe it or not, people would go down and have dinner, and these animatronic birds and things, drummers would come out and in the Tiki 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 Room. And uh, so what it is, it's just a show. You line up and they have a little pre-show. And then you go in there, but it lines up on a bench. And it's the same thing all the way around. It's kind of cheesy, but it's a it's a wonderful cheesy. Where they have the four parrots with different accents. And then all these uh, cockatoos and all these other uh, birds. And, and then the flowers on the wall. Everybody sings. And mm. it, lasts about, <laughs> it lasts about 15 minutes. It's a very, very escapist. And uh, it's one of the uh, largest... Uh, or longest lasting original. Now, sadly, we didn't get to go to the one in Disneyland because it was under construction. So apparently it's a little different than the Disney World one. Mm -hmm. But here's a tip though. Here's something, some Disney trivia. Uh, If you you go to the Tiki Room uh, at uh, Disney, Walt Disney World, Mm -hmm. uh, and you look at the big thatched roof, Mm -hmm. it's not thatch. It's actually made out of aluminum. Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Why, why you ask? Why would they why? do that? Why would they make it out of aluminum? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It's because yes. it's a giant lightning rod. Okay. It, and that's what you want. That's what you want in Florida. Apparently, when they're building the place, they went, okay, what are you going to do about the lightning? And of course, Californians, right? What lightning? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, actually, a lot of. Uh, Walt, Walt Disney World. There's lightning rods everywhere. And once you know that- Like my city is like that too, Sao Paulo. Yeah. If you see on top of every single building, there's the lightning rod. Yeah. And so we that, have lightnings like nobody's business. That's crazy. Yeah. So the entire Enchanted Tiki Room is a lightning rod, which is oh, so wow. cool. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Yeah. There you go. There's there's some Disney trivia for you. Oh, okay. So, okay. so that's some cool facts about the Enchanted Tiki Room. There we go. So Mark gives a little bit of input under that. Very cool. Now- we have a couple of places here that we can get stuff from. Is, is there anything for our friends on the West Coast? The West Coast. So BC. Yes. Yeah, so let's actually talk about This is one of the reasons also we're doing the show because there's a, a person who reached out to me from the Cheeky Tiki. Yeah. It's actually a home of bar supplies, lifestyle shop located in a beautiful Kelowna, BC. Ah, he, he could have sent a little coup- coupon, right? With a 10% <laughs> discount or something. For our listeners. There we go. Maybe I'll ask him to throw in something in there we could actually add to the show. That'd be cool. Like a little link yeah. or something. Yeah, because if we're, we're doing free propaganda for him. You mean free advertising? No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I think wrong, in Portuguese. Wrong word. <laughs> in Portuguese, advertising is propaganda. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, no, propaganda yeah. is something different up in Canada. <laughs> what is it? So basically, it's, it's manipulating the news or information to your oh, skew for okay. your purpose. Okay. So in other words, the, people say the government is propaganda because basically means that they're giving you only the information they want to give I you. I see, I see. To make you think a certain way. It's called brainwashing, basically. Okay. There we go. So one of the things, like, let's talk about what they carry. So on this website, and yes, you have a website for it, they do carry uh, tiki mugs, tropical cocktail syrups, barware, Art. They had tons of art. I think there's like probably about 60 different pieces of prints and art they have on their thing. Home decor, books and magazines, and even beauty supplies. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, I looked at the website. It was really cool because uh, I think one of the things that I loved about the art area, there was a lot of Disney stuff in there. So there was a lot of stuff, uh, a couple of pictures and prints for The Little Mermaid, which is one of your favorite uh, oh, Disney movies. Yes, I love it. So you need to go check that out. Uh, also, too, they do a lot of stuff from beachcombers, which is very surprising, and syrups like Fleurum and Orger or almond syrup. Uh, it's cool to see a Canadian company using Fleurum because, as we all know, it's almost impossible to get Fleurum here in Canada. It's very easy in the States, but here in Canada, you almost have to make your own Fleurum. So it's good to see a company bringing out Fleurum uh, in a bottle form that you can buy online. Or if you're in BC, swing on by and do some curbside shopping there. So sure. what do they think? The cool things. Oh, sorry. Go, Mark. Road trip. Let's do it. Road trip. Let's go. Yep. This Tiki road trip is going to get really long. We're going down to New York <laughs> to see Lynn, and then we're going to go to BC to see the Cheeky. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be all over the map. Why not? Uh, anyway, so yeah, one of the things they do, though, in, in, this, in BC is really cool is they do what's called pop-ups, which means that say there's a musical festival or event going on, they just show up, I guess, in some sort of mobile um, vehicle, bringing their supplies, and yeah, you can buy their supplies right on the site. So it's kind of cool. So if you go on their website, they actually do is advertise their next pop-up, which means where they're going to be next time. And they usually go there for a few days. And so that way you can do some shopping while being at a musical festival or some sort of event. Wow. Really, it's really cool. Yeah. So you can do online shopping. You can also do delivery. Delivery you want to check into. I didn't actually get into that, but I'm not quite sure about the prices and how they are. And of course, how fast you can get it. I know that some places takes a little longer because of COVID, but uh, yeah. It's a really cool place to so check it out. There's lots of stuff there, especially the tiki mugs. I saw a ton of those there for Trader Vic's and for Donna Beachcombers. So some really cool ones that I've seen around online. So it's pretty cool to see that. Okay. Well, you've told us where to get supplies and mugs and artifacts and all. So my question now is, yes. today, today's my party. How do I get ready? Right, so how to set up this bar and how to get it ready and decorated. So we've obviously talked about the music, like we said on the last show, the Tiki Jukebox. But I think one of the things that you need to talk about, uh, on, or we're going to talk about right now, and Mark and me have this discussion several times, is a theme. So there are different themes out there. Mark, if you want to break down this, at least the Tiki ones, me and you talked about the two different ones, and then we can get more elaborate into other ones as well. Yeah, there's like essentially two types. There's the mid-century immersive tiki, like a Don the Beachcomber, like a Trader Vic, like the Mike Eye, and some of the and many of the other ones that they build on the West Coast. And then there's more of the Caribbean style, uh, which is called tiki, which comes from an old uh, term called chicky houses or chickies from the Seminole Indians who build these huts. And so that got transformed into the word tiki. So you got tiki on both coasts, as it were. But one is Caribbean and sunny, and the other one, the other one was more and like more like Gilligan's Island. We'll go for nothing else, mm -hmm. and the other one is more mid-century uh, style and carvings and darker and that kind of stuff. So either one is yours. Like is uh, yeah, I think you can imagine your tiki bar for you is going to be like a bonsai. It's how you imagine your tiki bar, how you want to do it. So you have to go that way, get a theme and. If you can, it doesn't have to be a theme, but it's just how you feel comfortable, how you make an oasis. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and I think one of the things we talked about in that conversation was it depends on exactly where your bar is located at your house. So obviously, like example, like mine is parked outside. So I do have obviously the palm trees, the Miami kind of like tropical look of it because of where it is located. Uh, but example, yours is on your porch. Some people I've seen have it in their garage or their basement. So obviously 
that location is going to be more like exactly like you said, like the shameful tiki room or the Donna Beach coma, where it's kind of dark and uh, more ex- exotica uh, in that situation. So. Obviously, the place of where it's going to be in your house kind of does help deter what theme you're going to go with. Uh, one of the things that we have all t- agreed on and some of these conversations we've had, and Paula can concur as well, is that if you've been traveling, the best thing to do is to get stuff while you're traveling. So, example, like on my bar, a lot of the stuff is from the Caribbean where I go all travel. Yeah. So, bringing it back there and putting it on the bar, and, and Paula can actually concur with this, is that it brings a story out. It has a history to it. It has a memory. You maybe want to get a little more elaborate on that, Paula, what we were just talking about last time? Yeah, I, I think that that that's a, a great way to to have unique stuff and make conversation, you know, when you have guests over because there's nothing better than having something there, you know, that you brought from somewhere and, and oh, wow, look, look at this puffer fish that lights up. <laughs> Like, it's one thing to say, oh, I got it on Amazon. I'll send you the link. It's a whole other thing to say, oh, because that's one time when I was in the Mauritius Islands or whatever. What, mm-hmm. What's the name of the place you went for your honeymoon, Mark? Cook Islands. Yeah. In the French Polynesia, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I caught the fish on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's going to have some more memories to it and yeah. you're going to have a story to it. And people, that's one of the things that people are intrigued about. Uh, you know, when I'm having my tiki parties, they love to hear stories. And yeah. it just, like you said, it, the whole conversation goes. And the next thing you know, everyone's having a great time. And they may, they bring up some of their memories as well from something that they've, they've traveled to. So it's kind of, it's a great way to throw a party. For sure. I agree. I think that that's the way. Mm-hmm, exactly. So um, I think another place, Mark, that we talked about, uh, me and you, is, and I think I'm pretty sure it's on the last time we talked about building a tiki bar was there's a place that sells artifacts to tiki bars in the States. It's like this giant warehouse. Yes, it's called Oceanic Arts. And that's where we saw the mask that we want to get. There's a one of those in the little, it's in the Polynesian Hotel as well at Disney World and that kind of stuff. It's called Oceanic Arts. And it is the, uh, it is the place to go for all your tiki supplies, whether it's uh, hollow matting or whether it's uh, tapa cloth or whether it's puffer fish. Uh, we ordered a puffer fish from there and uh, it came here. The, actually, it was pretty cheap. I mean, all around. The shipping was really cheap because it's so light. It's like popcorn. And mm-hmm. um, they have everything there you could possibly need. And they've been around since the 50s. And they're even the supplier for when they opened the Maikai. Oh, wow. A lot of the stuff came from there. And most most of the bars, tiki bars, will get their supplies from um, Oceanic Arts. They have a web page. You can look at the stuff there, but once again, shipping is shipping has been really killer from the states for the past two or three years now, just price wise and yeah. length of getting here. So it's it's how much you need the stuff and where you can get it from. But there are local places where you can buy physical supplies, like the bamboo poles and things like that. Uh, well, there's one in Toronto called Bamboo Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go, and it's just off the 401 in Scarborough. Uh, they have the uh, Lauhala matting, they have thatch, they have large poles, they have small poles, they have split poles. Yay. Yay. Oh, man. I wish I had had the split pole then. No, that would have been so much Yeah, so they're available. It's online, and of course, you can drop in. And there's another place in Orillia called Tiki Escapes, and they have all that stuff as well. Plus, they have pre-made bars, 
like mm-hmm. big and small. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, they're called there. So, but, uh, Bamboo, uh, Toronto, I went there. I know that's where the shameful got a lot of their stuff, uh, at the time as well. I think one of the reasons why you were going, yay, about the half poles, you want to explain to people about bamboo, the material and like it bending, not bending, how to cut it. Yeah. Like it's not an easy process, right? If at all. Yeah. Okay. First of all, bamboo does not bend. If you think it's bending and you're thinking of um, rattan furniture, mm-hmm. rattan bends, that's there, but bamboo does not. Once it's grown and dried, boom, it's hard as rock. If you ever see any bamboo that's actually bent, it was grown that way. Mm-hmm. And then so that, so... What you have to do is for a half pull, you get these linoleum knives, which looks like this evil little hook knife. And uh, you have to split it down the middle using a little rubber hammer all the way down. Works great. It's a perfect tool for the job. But if you have the half pull, then you don't have to worry about it. So it's, you got to do it. And uh, put the bamboo poles, you get the matting. Just look at Im- images online of uh, tiki bars. You'll see what this uh, hollow matting looks like. It's that webbed matting. And a lot of people put it on the ceiling. Some people put it on the walls or they do both. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's four by eight sheets, kind of. It's kind like, of. it's mine. It's, <laughs> not, it's like square is not option is not, is, is optional when it comes to these things. So people put a lot of, uh, they put the half bamboo poles between it yeah. uh, just to cover up the seams and then make it look like a square. So, yes. and they're easy to work with. He's got those little tidbits. There we go. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I also want to talk about, yeah. So, like, basically, if you cut a bamboo in half, it does split. So, yeah, that's why they have, they're, they're selling the half uh, size yeah. bamboos. Uh, the other thing, too, is if you're doing bamboo, and this is from personal experience, because I have bamboo walls all around my my bar, especially in a Canadian environment with winter and stuff like that, uh, please stain or some sort of clear coat on your bamboo, because what ends up happening, it does go dark and gets kind of weird in color. Uh, it can go bad. So, yes, because if it's, if it's going to be outside in a winter environment uh, over the season, you know, then stain it or clear coat it somehow. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, too, is that uh, just be careful purchasing some of these build. Like I said, they're already kind of kits for tiki bars. Like, for example, I think there's one for Landshark. The Landshark, the beer. They have one I saw. But the thing is that some of these are pretty flimsy. And uh, what they want price-wise is, you know, just do a little bit of research because what you're paying for is not necessarily what, you, what you're going to get or what you see in the pictures. Some of them also, too, are very flimsy. They'll fall over very easily. Uh, I know some of them have headers on top, so be careful of that because if they're if it's really narrow and it's got a header on top, obviously, it's just going to blow right over. So you're going to have to anchor it to your backyard or wherever you put it. Uh, but it, you really you don't need a massive budget. Like Mark said, you really could go to maybe even like an old um, – what's the word I'm looking like consignment shop or a thrift shop or whatever, find yourself an old, like, you know, start off with something like a, just a basic box almost and kind of just work with that. You know what I mean? So for sure. So, um, yeah. So other thing also too, we could talk about, we've, we talked about before is lighting. So yes, depending on your theme again, it's going to be also like dark lighting, spotlighting. You can put spots on certain things. Uh, except of mine, I have these three little LEDs are great because they do is they hit all my signs and I have a remote for them so I can make it blue, I can make it red, I can make it green. That adds another element to the whole environment or exotic look of the bar. But also too, like, yeah, outside, tiki torches, palm trees, those are pretty well. Tiki torches are really cheap because you can almost get them from anywhere. Um, and the great thing about them too is that they have, uh, what's that oil that uh, repels mosquitoes? Citronella. Oh, yeah, citronella. 
Yeah, so it has citronella in there, so your guests won't be sitting there having drinks and whacking themselves with the mosquitoes. It actually will keep the mosquitoes away, so it also adds another element to your party. Mosquito-free party. Wow. There you go. So, uh, yes, so I think that's it for suggestions. I don't think there's anything else. Mark, is there anything else you want to throw in there? Um, The things that you should have is access to water. You have a great link from your last thing with the dishwasher uh, set up. It's Amazing. It works great if you don't have a sink available. Yeah, I don't have a sink or water supply. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you are building a your own like home tiki bar, water. If you can do it, put water in there. And for your own party and things, and if you haven't done this before, you have no idea how much ice you're gonna go through. Oh yes. I definitely want to add oh, that for sure. Like you'll go through like a, a tray of for a couple of drinks. Yeah. And so you have to have room to store or be able to get lots of ice. Yeah. So those are the things you have to worry about. Exactly. I think one of the things also, I think we mentioned in the last time we talked about this bar is to try to keep all your supplies close to your bar. In other words, you shouldn't be running in and out of your house. Example, I don't run in and out of my house to get supplies to make drinks. I kind of build things, like you said, there's a, there's a fridge at my bar for all the cool stuff. I have a coolers with ice in it. I have a way of washing my glasses. So basically, I'm there. I don't have to go back in the house for anything at all. And that's the best way to entertain, right? You don't want to be like constantly going in and out of your house or going to another room in your house to get supplies. You kind of want to try to keep it, if you can, all within arm's distance kind of thing. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, Paula, you have anything to throw in this? I know you basically don't have a tiki bar. She's the only no. one in this. <laughs> The only thing I want to throw in there is make it your own, right? Um, There's no rules. There's nothing like that. Make it your own. Do stuff that makes you happy and that soothes you and that calms you according to your taste. That's it. We're just giving guidelines of, you know, what tiki is or is not. But in the end of the day, it's your house. It's your tiki experience. You do it. You do you, basically. Exactly. I think what you think, yeah, in a conversation we had is that, and, and I know for me, and I'm pretty sure it's for Mark, is that it's a place I go to when at the end of the day to decompress or just get away from everything. And that's what Tiki really is. It's an oasis. So yes, make it your own. Make it your own oasis. I know a lot of people, like I said, are home. They're doing Zoom meetings all day. They got the kids doing online schooling. And so it, all of a sudden your house can get really hectic really fast. And so it's good to have that one location in your house, somewhere little hideaway that you can go to and just decompress or have your friends over and decompress and have a good time. So yes, enjoy yourselves guys for the summer. Definitely have those little get togethers because you know what? We've been cooped up for so long. We all are, des- we all deserve it. We have all been very patient and understanding. And so well, let's go out there and have some fun this summer. Mark was going to say something and he got lost. I was my computer telling me my battery's down to 10%. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, I guess so. We, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, that's some information here, guys. We also have the mocktails. We'll give you guys information on the website for that. Uh, do try them out, obviously, for your kids and stuff and for yourself. If you are just not in a mood for alcohol and or maybe you have to go to work or something, that's perfectly fine. So, let's tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca or .com. There you go. On that main page, you will see all the information and all the thousand links that me and Mark are going to add on, of course. Uh, I'll make sure Mark gives me his list of all the links to everything we talked about today. There also will be the mocktail recipes on there. Mark's Adventures is always on there. Paula, I'm I'm still working on your page. It's it's on my to-do list. Don't worry. <laughs> I am not, I'm not worried. Don't worry. The Brazilian. There you go. Uh, yes. And uh, also, we have a recipe and episode page. There's tons of recipes on there if you're having a party this summer. Check it all out. 
And of course, we do have our subscribe place. So please do subscribe. Please. Please. So I can get my pucker fish. Uh, Paula can build her tiki bar and Mark can get his mask. Yay. And I would also say, don't be afraid to try and do this stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. You can have a lot of fun building the stuff yourself and using your imagination. I think it's also it's more rewarding because then when people talk about your bar, it's like, yeah, I did that. I made yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Enjoy. All right. So there also is a cool link page here with tons of information, tons of resources there for you guys and a lot of recipes in there as well. Uh, and then, yeah, that's all I got. So basically, guys, uh, enjoy the show. Stay tuned to the next show. And uh, I guess we're going to go off to different directions. And, and happy and- summer. Happy summer, guys. And hey, happy Canada Day, by the way. I know this is going to come out afterwards, but I uh, hope everyone had a happy Canada Day and I hope everyone had a good 4th of July. And of course, Tiki Central is there with you guys all the time. So enjoy. Right. Cheers, guys. Aloha. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? Well, way, way back would have been 12 years ago. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm trying to remember how old the child was. That, that's, that's the only way I can do this. That's how you calibrate your age. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 18, 20, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yes, I would go back in a heartbeat. I keep forgetting that you have a kid. Yeah, me too. 